0: Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a sure winner." It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about, uh, and I had to try it. So I ordered a few, and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called All Brace. And it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the All Brace, and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're going to want to check it out at all-brace.com. What's up, Ryan here? Sorry about the
1: in and out. I uh, i am going to do a little bit of a different podcast. You guys know me every once in a while. I get a little, little stick. I get a little frustrated. And so I want to just uh, address some things. And uh, yeah, I'm actually using paper uh, for notes. For those of you guys who know me you know I'm semi allergic to paper mentally. Um, I'm gonna I've got a couple things here. I one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about seven topics I wanna address today. Uh, all of which I think are very important. Uh first of all, the economy. We uh we saw a a decrease in inflation recently. Uh apparently. I don't I guess it kind of also depends on who you believe. Um but Current inflation rates. Current inflation rate is 7.7. 7. Um, No. Let's see here. The annual inflation rate for the United States is 7.7 7 for the 12 months ended in October 2022 after rising to 8.2 previously. And what I'll tell you is, is when... Interest rates are being increased three quarters of a point uh, every single month. Um, That's going to make a significant impact. Here's where I'm a little bit worried about how they're handling this. When you raise interest rates three quarters of a point all at one time, um, you don't necessarily see the impact of that for three, six months. And We're just increasing and increasing and increasing. And I think it's an overreaction. Um, So I'm hoping that we start to see the impact from the first few um, and they reverse it. But if they reverse the interest rate, it's going to create more inflation. So. It's a little bit of a sticky balance that's going on right now uh, trying to reduce inflation. But the Fed has come out and said that they're not going to stop raising interest rates until they get to around 3%, which is pretty rough. Um, Which brings me to a point of, you know, I read somewhere recently where. Every year, you should increase your prices to your customers 3% because that is the normal inflation rate. Makes a lot of sense, right? Otherwise, you're kind of eating that. Um, So if you got cash in the bank, you know, for a lot of it, for the past few years, you've seen the value of that go down. If you own a lot of assets, you saw the value of that go way up. And that is what inflation does um i'm optimistic to a degree you know i think we're you know the fact that we raised the interest rates as much as we did and, and inflation barely budged uh now to see it under 8 is pretty exciting you're talking about um 5 basis points uh well 50 basis points from 8.2 to 7.7 so i'm hoping that um They reduce the next Fed interest rate increase, in my opinion, should not be three quarter basis points. Uh, So that's my opinion, because I believe that that will be too much. Uh, We still haven't seen the increase from the last one and probably the one before that. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, that now we're below eight, uh, hopefully that trend will continue. If it does at that rate, um, very well possibly could be in the six range um, next month. That That is very possible. So hopefully that works out. Uh, so we, it, economy and interest rates, if you are carrying a lot of debt um, at 2 or 3%, you're winning <laughs> right now, right? you are winning. If you um, have like a variable interest uh, payment on anything you're losing. So make sure that you get that debt paid down um, so that you don't have that around your waist. That's tough. Um, Right now, we're experiencing a lot of uh, conversations with business owners I get hit up almost daily from people all over the country. Um, and I love talking shop when I can recently, I haven't had a whole lot of time to be able to do that, uh, with the event of GDU summit coming up. Um, you know, my wife and I just, uh, signed a contract for a house and we're, we're looking to close on that here soon, which has been a huge deal. And, um, we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. I'm planning for 2023, 2024, 2025. Um, trying to expand, launch a third business here soon. So it's a lot, but um, it's fun. And one thing that I feel like a lot of people are missing is, you know, and I don't. I want to be very clear. I'm not trying to come off any sort of way on this, but. I want to share how sometimes we can be ungrateful. We can be unrealistic. And what I mean by that is we just came out of one of the greatest runs in the garage door industry. One of the greatest runs. I mean, you you had you had very little down months in 2021, very few. I mean, it it was very rarely do you have a scenario where in the garage door industry, you're not gonna experience downturns. 2021 was that. that, that's rare. You're not gonna see that very often. Where we're at now, is we're getting back to our normal balance of life. We're starting to see that the trends of night 2019 are coming back to 2022. I think 2023 is going to be very similar. Simultaneously, we have consumers getting squeezed by the interest rate, feeling the pressure. You got layoffs. Of their jobs, so less people are spending. And if you pay attention, what this is going to do is it's going to create more service work. So that's where you need to focus your attention. And if you're doing it right, in my opinion, you have packages. You know, somebody may not want to spend five grand on a new door, but they'll spend two grand on upgrading everything. With an extended warranty so maybe they just want to do the bare minimum but you don't need to make that decision for them offer two or three options so that the customer can make a decision based on their needs and i think if you set those up properly and do a good job uh, it'll be a win for both you and the customer and so I know for me if my sections are in good shape and I'm happy with the style of the door, you come to my house and you offer me a new opener you offer me new hinges rollers springs cables drums in bearing plate center bearing plate even tube how you know everybody does it a little bit different um I'd be you know with with a warranty um I'd be willing to spend twenty five hundred dollars on that it's better than five grand for a new door if the sections are in good shape. So you got to get creative, come up with options. Uh, you may even want to be offering those solutions on new door quotes with people feeling the pain right now and doing a lot of price shopping. I think that's a great play. Um, I think sometimes we get too far in the weeds a little bit, and uh, you know. <laughs> When it slows down for a week and you're panicking, then something's wrong. Something's wrong. You got to get that fixed. Um, that That is a problem. It's not only a problem for you. It's a problem for your team if they see you panicking that quickly. So um, I understand where the panic comes from. I'm not being insensitive. But when you got guys sitting around looking at you like, hey, bro, what are you going to do? We're all sitting here. Phones aren't ringing. Be like, man, we're doing it. We're staying the course. You know, I'll take a look at everything and see, see if there's anything I can do. But um, I have a proven method of marketing and we're going to stay the course. Um, I may make adjustments. I may tweak things, but I am not going to flip my company on its head because of a bad week or even a bad month. It's just not smart. If, if your marketing has worked the last eight months and then the ninth month, it doesn't. Most likely, that can be attributed to outside influences. Speaking of outside influences, Google business profile spam is getting to the point where it is out of control. You will not believe the massive, massive amounts of spam hitting the country right now. Um, Not only are they creating fake businesses, they are now requesting to take over your Google business profile, like literally using the Google business profile to attempt to request for your profile to be transferred to them. (laughs) It's freaking crazy. These guys and the nerve, and it's not just me. It's everybody. It's everybody. I'm I'm talking to other door dealers. There was a thread online about it. Um, people are seeing these emails. I know I'm getting them at like one or two o'clock in the morning. Uh, got one last night. Got one the night before. Got one the night before, and it's just a bunch of people trying to take ownership of your Google Business Profile. If you don't respond to them. They potentially could so you definitely want to make sure that you click that button and uh read it it should automatically be clicked on the option to deny it but just make sure make sure that the the radio button that is clicked already is indeed that um And then put in your reason. There's like a little field where you can put in a reason, put the reason in, and then rock and roll. uh, Deny them. And the reason that I put in is, hey, I'm the owner of the business. This is spam. And I refuse to give ownership to this person. So if they get a hold of your Google business profile, (laughs) I mean, good luck getting that back. I mean, I don't know, dealing with Google um, on other stuff is already overly complicated. I can't imagine what it would be like trying to talk to them about how you accidentally gave ownership to someone else. Um,
0: That would be no bueno. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, Quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe SOMER USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. SOMER and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like SOMER. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, If you're not at least offering somer as an additional option you're cheating yourself listen first-time dealers I've got a special for you if you buy ten or more somers between now and the end of the season six while supplies last we will offer you free shipping you have no more excuses the prices are great the product is amazing Go check out SOMER USA and order 10 for free shipping.
1: I'm going to rub a couple people the wrong way, including probably a friend of mine. But uh, I think this is important to discuss. Let's chat about Garage Door Freedom for just a second. I don't. i I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I haven't had a lot of time to check it out. I got a lot of members in uh, Garage Door U. That are also members of Garage Door Freedom. They're very different. Um, What. What my. My understanding of Garage Door Freedom. Is. That it is a. uh, Basically a buyer's club. um, And and a a resource. For dealers. uh, From a group of people. Who have been there done that. Which is extremely valuable. Um, what i what I have a problem with right now is not garage door freedom. It's the people that go to the events and come back um making you know these companies might be a million, two million, whatever. um and they jump on a buyer's club, right? Now you've got to pay garage door freedom. They deserve their money. They're putting this together for you. They're supporting you. But then in order to get full benefit of the membership, you have to sign up for the services. And the problem is, is that there's, I don't know how many services there are. I mean, I know of like four or five, but, um, there's probably more. Well, if you're, if you're a $2 million company and you're, you don't have huge growth or net profit, um, you know, you sign up for all this stuff, it's going to hurt in the short term. Like you're making a long-term investment. My concern is that these smaller companies are biting off more than they can chew because I'm talking to them. You know, like they're calling me. We're having conversations. And again, my beef's not with garage door freedom. My beef is with door companies making emotional decisions and not, not checking their budget. Um, you know, and the philosophy that I keep hearing is well, if you sign up for this and you do uh service Titan, it basically pays for itself. That's why I keep hearing. And I don't know if that's like a pitch that they do at Garage Door Freedom or what, but um that's fine. That's fine. Uh but your eyes need to be set on can you afford it in the first place? Can you afford Surface Titan? Can you afford Garage Door Freedom? Can you afford all the other services? If you can have the discipline not to sign up for everything all at once and have those bills coming in. But then, you know, I think it's a great thing. The problem is, is that I'm talking to a lot of people who probably thought they could afford it. And then you have a slowdown in the market and then mass panic. Which tells me that you weren't prepared in the first place. So, again, want to be very clear. I'm a fan. Tommy and I are friends. I got nothing against garage or freedom. I just think that garage door companies as a whole need to be responsible, need to make good decisions, you need to know your numbers, what can you afford, what can you not afford. And if you do join and you can't afford everything, don't sign up for everything. Plain and simple, just, just do what you can afford and understand that you need a little grace for an up and down month. Down months are coming, like it is part of the cycle. And I genuinely believe that the Fed wants the interest rate down three percent, or the uh, the uh, inflation rate to three percent. And if it took us raising the interest rate, <laughs> like what three and a half, four percent to get there, now nah, I think we're gonna see the the repercussions of that. Even if we didn't raise the interest rate anymore, I still think it's gonna drop more. Um. But that was a pretty fast process. I think we had three or four, uh, three-quarter point. So we're probably over 4% at this point on increases. So anyway, garage door freedom, it's a good thing. I think I have not read the contract. I do not know all the details. Um, so I, I can't speak to everything with that. What I can speak to is um, my people. And that's y'all, torsion talk, uh, you know, audience. And we have to make good financial decisions. We have to we have to plan, which is what we're doing at Crossroads U Summit. Um, we've got to uh, have a budget, which I don't think a lot of people do. And we've got to create uh, our opportunities. And if your opportunities are through grassroots freedom, then go for it, go for it. And then when you go to these events, you know, another thing that I'm seeing is and a lot of this, in my opinion, I'm just being straight with you guys is, is immaturity. You go to a conference, you come back and try to implement everything all at once. Or you go to a conference, you come back and you're trying to be an $80 million company. That is not who you are. I'm sorry. You're just not. Yet, maybe, but very few of us will ever be $80 million. I'm just speaking realistically. Now, if you're interested in being an $80 million company, there's a lot of private equity companies reaching out to dealers across the country with a plan to roll out really fast at a massive amount of money being thrown at the industry. Now, you've seen this happen in other industries similar to ours. It happened to HVAC. Um, I've been told that it's happened to other home service industries. And now they're looking at doing it in ours. And when you have private equity money who people are trying to get out of cash, these are rich people trying to get out of cash. They want to buy assets, assets that generate monthly income. So, they're trying to find nuggets. They're trying to find uh, gold, right? And when they went digging, they realized that, hey, wait a minute, garage door industry is untapped with private equity money for the most part. And we could buy up dealers all over the country and do something similar to what Garage Door Freedom's doing. So um, that is a play right now that's very popular and to tell you that i probably talk to three or four private equity companies a month minimum or they reach out to me and we chat um a lot of them will pay for consultation with me to just understand the landscape of the industry ask me questions about manufacturers which Those questions do not go well, just so y'all know. Um, Speaking of manufacturers, you know, I think, um, I hope, I hope that they're able to get it together because some of the conversations that I'm having right now are how can these very intelligent people who are innovators, and into automation come into the industry and take over the manufacturing because the manufacturing in our industry is no bueno. Um, If you compared us to any other industry, uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many warehouse guys I've hired with experience and they tell me how dysfunctional it is here. Like not Aaron overhead doors, but garage door industry. Um, they've never seen it like this before. Like the unorganization, the lack of attention to detail, the lack of quality control, the lack of tracking products. Like half the stuff doesn't even like you don't even know what goes where. Um no consistency. And part of this is like, you know, you got a lot of different variations, but somebody's got to take time to figure it out. Uh, Haas did a good job. You know, they got the QR codes on the doors. Um, But I feel like there's a lack of innovation in the door industry. You know, I I think you got AMAR right now trying to make a play to go direct to consumer. I don't really love that. Um, I think it'll be a bust, in my opinion. But, um, if they want to market direct to consumer, and they've got the network for distribution centers, um, and then they're gonna use probably, you know, chucking a truck, mom and pop shops, one one or two man crews, um, to do their installations. I think that could be. Very beneficial to the small dealer, which I value. I think that there's a place for them in our industry, and I don't think that um, they need to go away. I just would prefer to have them more educated. Uh, but I, I think companies like AMAR looking at them as cheap labor and uh, ignorant, and they can win them over. Uh, by feeding them business and installs uh, consistently. So I don't know for sure this is what they're doing, but I've gotten wind. Um, And there's, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the industry. And I just feel like we need to keep our eyes open, pay attention to what's going on, manage our money well. Um, This is a good time for you to learn how to manage your money how to view your reports, Uh, take your time, slow down. You know, a lot of times when we've been going so hard and things slow down a little bit, we start spinning in circles because we feel like we're supposed to be going at that same pace when we're not. So slow down, take a deep breath, realize what you've got. This is an opportunity, opportunity for your team to get better through training, opportunity for you to get better for planning for 2023. Opportunity for you to to dive into your financials and see, like, legitimately where you're at for the year, if you haven't already. Um, You know, don't make any long-term decisions right now, especially if they don't require or give you a quick return on investment. Like, for instance, uh, SEO. Like, if if you're already struggling right now, do not go sign a long-term contract for SEO. It's not a smart play. It's not a smart play. You need a short term. You need micro. You, you need to get, you need guerrilla marketing. You need something that's going to generate business now. SEO takes time. And once you get that foothold with SEO, though, it's hard to pull you out. And that's why I'm such a huge fan of it. Because, you know, when I first started, I started working on it myself, uh, nights and early mornings. And all that time I put into it, you know, I didn't, get, I didn't get a benefit to that for a while. And I'm in a really tough market to rank in. But now 60% of our business comes from organic SEO. And, you know, I don't have to spend tons of money to make that happen. I just don't. So, but you do that in a time where you can't afford it. You can afford. Three, four, five, six months without a ton of phone calls coming from that source. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't kill you. It shouldn't be the thing that brack, breaks your back on that. So, yes, I offer SEO. Yes, I'm telling you not to sign up if you are not in a good financial place. Um, it's not a good play right now. So, I would say definitely take advantage of short-term. Is Google AdWords the solution? I don't think so, but that's just me personally. Um, I believe that Google AdWords is where everyone is flocking to and historically, when everyone flocks to one thing, I have a tendency to go the opposite direction. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit different. I'm just kind of ranting right now, uh, sharing a little bit about what's in my mind and some of the things that I'm seeing in the industry, it's gonna be very different in my opinion in the next year or two. We're gonna see a lot of changes, uh, a lot of shift, and I'm excited, but I'm also uh, concerned about the little guys. A little concerned about the super big guys too. I think with all this private equity money coming in, um, the the market share is gonna shift a little. It's gonna shift. So, uh, if you're a medium-sized dealer in your market right now, private equity reaches out. Just listen. I wouldn't even talk a whole bunch. I would just listen to what they have to offer, uh, listen to their plan, see if it aligns with your goals, and if it does, rock and roll. The other the the negative to not joining a private equity fund is you are in a position where. If you don't take it and they want in your market bad enough, they can go to the next guy and drop $5 million, $10 million in your market. Um, So something to consider. Anyway, I love you guys. Uh, I wish the best for you. And I really, really, really um, want you guys to crush it. At the end of this year, we've got a month and a half left. Uh, Please take time to to prepare for 2023 uh, January. Roll into it with a good attitude. Uh, Find out where you're spending money that you don't need to. Make those cuts. Be smart. Be frugal. This is not the time to go out and um, be unwise with your money. If you don't have a lot of profit, uh, your goal should be to increase that profit margin. And with that, Hope you guys have a wonderful day.